boss, man, what's up? Yo, big kid style. No question, big kids in full effect, man. Yo, I'ma kick the Willie Bow Check it, yo. No question. Hey, yo, what's the 411, hon? What's the 411, hon? I got it going on, hey, yo, I got it going on, hon. What's the 411, hon? What's the 411, hon? Welcome, Welcome to Big Bow 411. I'm Coach Big, along with... Coach Debbie. And before we talk about the topics, Coach Debbie has a, a few announcements. Um, we did a clinic this this Sunday, and we had a very nice turnout. And, and I think everybody got a lot out of it. We worked on soft hands. You want to jump in here? What else did we work on? Soft hands of just... Uh, oh, uh, core positioning. Core positioning, yes. And uh, actually, I was going to say, I saw a video today of one of the people who were there, and uh, they played Monday or Tuesday, saw their video, and they actually were using some soft hand technique when they would normally just kill the ball. So it was really, see some, some changes out there. Okay, that's great. Uh, anything else? No? Okay. Okay, I do. I do have something. Okay, go ahead. All right, I was going to talk a little bit about what's going on in the desert. Okay. Okay, so Indian Wells, where they just had a major tournament. Okay. Yes. And coming up in December will be the major pickleball event. Yes. Nationals. Right. Okay. Um, but also before that, because we are tennis kind of people too, they are going to have world team tennis. Yes. In November. In November. So yes. If you like to watch professionals, it's going to be a nice. It's a nice event. It's uh, format is nice because it's fast moving, and you get to see a lot of the top pros playing out there. I think the. The tickets are pretty reasonable. So uh, if you're interested in that, check out the Indian Wells um, uh, box office. I will post it on the Facebook along with nationals that are coming up and some of the pickleball tournaments that are sanctioned that will be coming up in uh, December, January, and February. So some of our pickleball players, if you're interested in that, or if you'd just like to go see some really great matches, um, that would be some, some good places to go. They're okay. local. For those of us who are in, you know, Southern California, but we do have some people who are listening far, far away. India is one that we just picked up, and uh, Canada, Puerto Rico, and Thailand, I believe. Okay, uh, shout out to those uh, listeners in those countries. All right, so we're going to start with footwork, and then we're going to get to the five most important serves. Now, we did cover the serve already. Uh, which was weaponize your serve, but we did not talk about the specifics of the serve. We basically talked about, um, st- uh, not strategy, but um, what's the word I'm looking for? I think we were talking about the evolution and of the of the serve because it was more uh, the chainsaw, different things that were it was, going on. It was more the stats of mm-hmm. the serve instead of uh, how to hit it or you know stuff along those sort lines. Sort of how to apply it to your game we haven't really gone over. Right, but first we're going to talk about uh, the footwork, the split step. Now, I see a lot of people in uh, the lower and uh, intermediate levels where they don't split step going to a ball. So they overrun the ball and then they end up jamming themselves and not having spacing to hit the ball. Now, in pickleball, you don't have to split step every single time. You don't have to split step at the baseline. You don't have to split step really in the non-volley zone. But when you are chasing a ball in the middle of the court, you really do need to split step a little to gain control, get your feet underneath you. And so you can hit the ball more properly with spacing. 
And if you don't know what a split step is, it's basically think about hopscotch. You're uh, jumping basically, get on your uh, your uh, uh, toes or the balls of your feet, and that's basically a split step. So you want to do that in that uh, scenario specifically. Yeah, um, when you're as you're transitioning from baseline to non-volley zone, as you're moving, you don't want to get caught with the ball coming, you know, people hitting at you while you're moving. So as, as that ball drops on their side and they're about ready to make contact, as you're moving forward, you want to go ahead and make that split step to prepare for the ball that's coming towards you rather than be engaged in movement while the ball's coming at you. It's very hard to hit the ball while it's moving and you're moving and you get caught sometimes where, like you said, the spacing's wrong or, you know, several things can go wrong. So um, hitting a, a, a running and hitting a ball is like a really high skill that you have to learn down the road. But split steps are part of the game. It's not as, like you said, prevalent as it is in perhaps tennis or other sports. The other thing I did want to jump in and say that some of us guys, uh, we have some, you know, bad knees or bad hips, things from, you know, playing other sports. Um, also, um, arthritis and all those other good things. But you don't have to be really violent in your split step, you know, like hot, like jumping big. All you have to do is as you're running, maybe, at, you know, softly just spread your feet apart. It doesn't have to be a jump per se, it can just be a nice, easy, you know, shuffle of the feet yes. into that position. So, you know, save your knees, save your hips, save your feet. You know, you know it doesn't have to be, you know, super athletic. Right. So <clears throat> remember that when you're going for the mid ball and try not to overrun the ball so you can get better spacing on your shot. So now we're going to talk about the five um, serves that you should definitely add to your repertoire. Well, um, we want to talk about <clears throat> variety in your game. And um, with serving, it's one of those things where when you first start pickleball, most people who've never played a racket sport, excuse me, <clears throat> they um, they introduce them to kind of what I call the loopy-doopy, alley-oopy, get-it-in serve. And it's really just basic. They're facing the net. They're just all arm, you know, lob it over there. And that really, yes, it gets the point started. But <clears throat> in pickleball, you do need to have a serve that has somewhat, I'll use the word weaponized, or it has something to it. It's more than just throwing the ball over there. Why? Well, because what you want to do is put the, the returner into a position that they're going to have to do something more than just meet the ball. They're going to have to get out of the way of the ball. They're going to have to read the ball and such. And what you're trying to do is get yourself a much easier third shot. The reply, maybe it'll be weak, it'll be short, you know, or maybe it'll miss. But you want to get a, a, a nice third shot attempt for you hopefully it's short and you can come in and maybe drop it or or you may just drive it past the net person so um what i'm going to talk about is five basic serves or five different serves that you can use for pickleball but before we get there we need to talk about the at the anatomy of what a good pickleball serve basics it should have one of them is the stance the stance should not be facing the net. Your toes shouldn't be pointing to the net. 
you should be in what we call like a semi-open, semi-closed. Some people say closed. I say a semi-open stance, meaning your back foot, the right foot if you're right, if you're right-handed, is going to be more facing towards the side fence, and your left foot is going to be pointing more into the net pole, the right side net pole. This area between the two feet is going to be your striking zone. And what this is going to allow you to do is to engage your legs, your hips, your core, your shoulders in a rotating motion. So you're going to get power and control from the kinetic chain of your body. That's just a fancy word to say you're engaging all your all your you know large muscles to work in unison. Think of a pitcher in baseball, how they engage all of their body, they contort, they right, they they kind of corkscrew their body and then release all of that energy. Same idea here. So that's sort of just a kind of keep that in your mind. And then all these serves are a variation of what you do with the paddle, how you strike, how you finish, what edge the paddle's on. And since the chainsaw is basically done uh, in January, they're most likely going to discontinue the chainsaw. We need to uh, find a way to get more points or set up easier shots with a serve. Yes, it's going to be. I do believe the drop serve, they're going to keep it with the idea that beginners will have an easier time if they can drop and hit. But um so the drop serve will be still in fact, but chainsaw's gone. Okay, so I'm going to list the five serves that we talked about. One is the power serve. Basically, it's hard, fast, and um, you know, you're going to use a lot of power, and you're going to need that kinetic chain to generate that. I talked with you the other day, sort of like an ATP forehand. For those of you who are tennis players, um, there's going to be a lag in your in your hand and paddle and you're then you're going to bring it through and kind of have a snap through it to get a lot of generated power the reason for this serve is obvious it's kind of like in in pitching the fastball right yes you got it you know it's coming fast and hard and you're gonna have to react to it hopefully it's going to draw an error or perhaps a short reply the next one is the top spin serve this is going to generate where you're going to be brushing behind the ball and you're going to generate to where the ball is going to rotate forward, hit on the court, and hopefully jump up at the opponent. And if you're in a in a short area, because a lot of a lot of pickleball courts don't have a lot of room behind them, it could possibly push them back into the fence or the tennis net. That's also for people who don't have extremely good footwork, and you can jam them right at the body in order for them to pop up the ball to have you hit an easier shot. Correct. Third shot. Yes. And then here's another one, the lob, the lob serve. Not a particular favorite of mine, but people, it's really good against people who are power players, people who want to just smash that ball with a return. It requires a lot of timing on their on their part. They're going to have to generate the pace. They're going to have to generate the power because you're giving them zero. Again, you also, if you're Placing it deep enough, you could be driving them into the back fence. Yeah. Yes, that makes a lot of um, sense. The other one is the soft angle serve. That serve is going to be played a little shorter. You're going to be playing onto the the outside edge of the court, and what you're trying to do that is get your opponent to come forward and move off the court, leaving a gap, gaping hole if they do return. So that's a very effective way to move an opponent off. They may not be the best movers. 
and they may not work well as a team so you can you can use that gaping hole if they do get the return back to hit maybe a winner also when you're serving a power serve and it's working they start to move more to the right to the left move back so that's when you can hit the little drop serve and uh, get a cheap point or maybe they won't even return it then lastly is going to be the spin serve meaning underhand like it's going to be like a slice slicey serve slice serves you can get them to where they'll rotate away from the the player and um that's a particular favorite of mine but um i usually whenever i play i get someone saying can you teach me that serve but um all of these serves are very are they're very good and effective for what they're what they're they're needed for the thing of it is is are you going to be able to have all five of them right away no you're going to have to find out what serve do you have now and what could you add and then as you add and get a little bit more proficient at it then add another and why do you want to have a bunch of different serves well that's mostly you don't want to be one-dimensional you want to surprise your opponent as i just stated earlier if you hit a big serve they're backing up they're moving to the side now you can hit the little short serve get easier points and cheaper I'm gonna, points and i'm going to go back to baseball they don't usually throw the same ball over and over unless the guy's just swinging at it like a maniac right you want to give them a different look i'm going to insert one other thing spin is harder to pick up than speed yes the the human eye has a very hard time tracking spin that's why like the knuckleball the slider it's very hard for batters to pick up the fastball actually uh hitters as we know can get onto it pretty quickly so if you have a power serve and that's your only only weapon right now you need to add a spin or a top spin or some type of serve that's going to get some motion on that you know and you'll be very surprised you'll you may win outright points just on the fact it's very hard to track okay fair enough is there anything in else well um i was going to say that we can't really go into every detail of the serves here on the podcast but um, what we're going to do is we will be covering this at our clinic on Sunday. If you are in the area and like to come out and, and work on your serve, um, it'll be one to three at Replier Park in Banning. Exactly. <laughs> so just wanted to just you know let you know guys know. I'm also going to let you know donations are appreciated. We put it towards increasing pickleball um you know towards our equipment and the podcast and all of those other things so we appreciate everybody that came out we'd love to see more people and hopefully this is helpful today okay and with that we conclude this episode i hope you guys got some valuable information until next time thanks for listening to the pickleball 411